This episode of Calling Out with Susan Pinsky is sponsored by Berga Femme. Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan can introduce to you psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal experiences. Now, here's your host, Susan Pinsky. Today, we have a special Calling Out with Susan Pinsky with co-host Psychic Rebel Colby. She's back. Hello, everybody. So, how are you, Colby? Oh, my goodness. I'm so good. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. You too. I haven't seen you since, I don't know, when forever. I was supposed to see you after the new year, but yes. we didn't, we were, that didn't work out. Um, had a great uh, time in Vail with my psychic friends Aww. and uh, I really missed you. I wish you could have made it, but you know, the three of us made it, Khalees and Cindy and I, and we had a fabulous time and I realized I'm super out of shape and super <laughs> overweight and but it, it kind of kick-started me into getting back into it. Oh, good. Really good diet and exercise routine. You know, you if you ski for a couple of days, it kind of kick-starts you again. And so um, I just, you know, I'm I'm very excited to uh, maybe take off 10 pounds in the next eight weeks. Wow. So, yeah. And, you know, Colby's very super fit, and she takes really good care of herself. And, you know, she's spiritual, and she's also... <laughs> She's also in shape. She was um, my my guests today are amazing. Uh, they were on this life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest, and it's Bert and Leanne Krishner. And it, that's how you say it, right? Kreischer. Kreischer. Doesn't matter. What Kreischer? Oh, yeah. okay. It's Bert and Leanne Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I always get the names wrong because that's my job. And basically, I am a huge fan of Bert's, but now Leanne's because. She is the brains behind the she, magical man. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, that's an understatement. She was going to write. A, I wrote a. I wrote a book called Life of the Party, and she was going to write a book called Wife of the Party. <laughs> right. I love it. That's yeah. great. And and obviously, you know, Bert is a huge comedian. A lot of people know him. I my number one fan, Jason Purdy, is he's also a Jason Ellis fan. He mentioned that you were probably one of his favorite favorite comics, and um, you do have the book uh life party stories of a perpetual man child and i i kind of listened to one of your podcasts because you also have a podcast Bert cast yeah. which i've become a fan of now and i'm going to be listening to oh, because i think you're hysterical you're really interesting and funny and and if you listen to this live podcast you're going to probably enjoy it because he tells all the stories of you know these amazing stories about his life and i can't even tell you how crazy it is but do listen to that and you'll get sort of a background on Bert. I typically don't tell my psychics who's in the room and what's going on, but we have Kali Simone calling in and she knows she doesn't know who you are, what you, you know, what you do or you know, they're just going to know that your name's Bert and this is Leanne. Uh Colby's can kind of tap in spiritually. We we really I mean, we like to not tell the clairvoyants who it is, just so that if they say something, you're like, hey, you could have seen that on, you know, Google search, or or you could have, you know, you, you just know too much. But 
they don't know anything really. And I don't know if, if Colby really knows who you are. Oh, I, I don't know. But it is fun that you're, I'm, I, I am super happy that you're a comedic just because when I was standing, just, just standing over there, I was like, oh, this guy feels like he should be up on stage doing comedy. And so I'm glad, I'm, like, I'm glad that that worked out for you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and Leanne has a, a special story about a, a medium that she experienced. I don't know what it is either, but um, I want you to share that. But they're, they're a couple, and they have a couple of kids, and and Bert is uh, right. You have yeah, two yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, we have two kids. And um, they, um, Leanne's from the south, and her husband Bert, if you don't know him, is a stand-up comedian and also does a lot of television and is a, is good friends with a lot of people in the comedy world and is really funny, really quite frankly, but. Um, the previous show, there was a lot of energy, a lot of laughing, and a lot of crazy stuff. It always kind of tones down a little bit. It gets a little bit deep sometimes. On uh, this, this is going to get deep. I now, can already tell you. I do know. I do know that you are afraid of death. Oh, wait. There's, yeah. Is that yes? Clairvoyantly, you know it, or no? I read. I, I listened to the the podcast oh, yeah, with you yeah. and your lovely wife last weekend. She was talking about how you two were talking about how you do fear death. And from the previous podcast, I realized that you are kind of histrionic and you think you're going to die of like cancer or something. So, you know, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to blast this into your face and we're going to just like freak you out. Great. And, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> we made Jason Ellis cry. So if we can <laughs> oh my make God. you cry too. Uh, really <laughs> smart that you made him a drink. Really no, smart. That was, <laughs> that was very, very that was smart. Yeah. That yeah. was clairvoyance. I decided, I decided that since you like Tito's and I, like Tito's that I'd give you some of my Tito's so <laughs> so I'm sharing my Tito's with you tonight um, you. and I didn't know it was only 16 calories a shot 60 60 calories oh a shot. 60 that's pretty low yeah oh, I thought you said 16 oh, 16 damn. would be a dream <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called water yeah <laughs> and and you've you've been you lost a bunch of weight and I'm trying to embark on a eight-week workout do you want me to tell you how to kickstart a diet yes okay it starts on Saturday. Four o'clock on Saturday, take a Xanax. Okay? <laughs> and then just relax, have a good night, go to sleep. You're going to feel sleep perfect. You're going to wake up in the morning at around 6, 7, feeling really refreshed, eat an Ambien. Go right back to sleep. Okay? <laughs> sleep all the way until that evening you'll wake up feeling like, wow, I guess you should get something done. That's when you kick in the Tito's and sodas. The Ambien <laughs> kicks back in. You go back to sleep. Monday morning you are down 10 pounds, I promise you. <laughs> and you feel like that's when you want to work hard at a diet when you've already gained, have a little, like, a little, little road, road under your feet. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that plan. Yeah. <laughs> It's not healthy, but... <laughs> Drew is laughing his ass off. Okay, so, yeah, Drew's here, but he, he can't have a mic because we don't have enough. So, okay. You want to shotgun mine with me? <laughs> my, okay, my my first question is to Leanne. Like, wh- what is your experience with psychic mediums? Ooh, I'm going to need another drink for this one. <laughs> Well, my mom uh, always loved psychics. She visit, visited them a lot as I was growing up uh, from, I guess, the time I was about seven for my whole childhood. But um, do you want me to tell my story? Yes, please. Okay. Okay, wait. Well, Drew's, okay, Drew, do you want this? I'm going to give you the headset. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm making an executive call. I'm putting Colby in charge for the moment to go ahead and do well, thing. what was really crazy is we sat here and i said to her because she was about to tell this mom story but minutes ago i said oh 
you know, is your mom in spirit? And she's like, no, my mom's in the living. And I said, are you sure? Oh, no, we're not sure. <laughs> not emotionally. And it, and it she's just. She's emotionally dead. And it just, and I was like. Okay, so yeah. we'll, okay, here's. Since my husband is producing my show tonight, that's fine. By the way, I'm going to be I, producing Leanne's part of the conversation as well because <laughs> I want to just chime in. And you're like keeping such interesting secrets away yeah, from me. But everybody. she's a clairvoyant. If you tell her, then it's not, it's, you yeah. give too much okay. information. That's Clearly how we you have no experience. I was, I was going to let Colby just kind of chime in later as we got into the spiritual side of it. And I have this new sort of format where I like to have talk to the guests and kind of get to know them so that, because we usually just throw it in and then everybody has to guess. And it, it's, it's kind of annoying, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to change it up. But um, but since Drew, I'll let you tell your medium story after the break, after we get into the That's reading. Fine. Sure. And then And then, you know, Drew will be happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I love my audience because they keep coming back, but I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm apologizing because I... I, I was just really excited for you two. I don't know why. I this is a big this is a big guest for me. Oh, I'm sitting on pocket rockets and waiting for the flop. I know so much about what's about to go down, okay. and it's gonna be good. Okay, and I went <laughs> yes. So what I should probably do is bring Kalise on and let her start, Colby. Okay, and then you guys can piggyback and just open up this Pandora's box. Okay. I want to shout out to our calling out sponsor, Bergamet and the product Bergafem. Whether you're pre-menopausal or post, have changes in libido, energy, or just low metabolism, or have hot flashes, there's an all-natural solution that can help. It's called Bergafem. Bergafem is a dietary supplement made with organic extracts from the bergamot citrus fruit, which is known to have medicinal properties that can improve cardiovascular function. Also, it can help fight high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, and abdominal fat. But what makes Bergafem different is its combination of natural ingredients specifically formulated for women facing the dreaded menopause. I've been taking Bergafem for over a month now, and I've noticed increased energy and libido and reduction in hot flashes. I've got so much energy, I'm back in the gym and working on my diet. Bergamot is derived from the key extracts of the bergamot citrus fruit. It acts as a natural statin, or in scientific terms, an HMG-CoA reductase inhibitor, and has properties that may lower triglycerides and raise your HDL. There's 47% bergamot, 45% Bulgarian tribulus testris, and a little mecca, or Peruvian gold in there. Sounds pretty hot to me. And last but not least, Damiana. This herb has traditionally been used as an aphrodisiac. Modern research has shown an increase in the strength of eggs in females and helps with anorgasmia. To learn more about Bergafem, please visit our friends at bergamet.com. That's B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com today. Or visit drdrew.com and click on the Bergamet banner today. This is a Dr. Drew approved product. However... You must be sure to consult with your doctor if taking medication. This does not replace medications prescribed by your physician for cardiovascular health. Support the show and get some Bergafem today or any of the Bergamet products that apply to you if you aren't a woman. Try the Bergasport for muscle recovery or look at the Mega Plus for heart health. 
all available at bergamet.com. Hello, Kalise, my little Hi. ski bunny. Oh my hey. gosh, she was so cute. She took lessons. She skied like two times, and you should see how excited she was after a day on the <laughs> ski hill. She's like, oh, and then I came down the hill, and then I took a bump, and then, and then all of a sudden, spirit told me I was going to fall. You're, you're next. And then boom, I fell in the snow. Wow. I know. Exactly what happened. Boy, the, the spirit doesn't tell me when I'm going to fall. I just catch an edge. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kalise. It's Colby. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm actually not as injured as I thought I would be. So I'm actually delighted about that as well. Oh, good. Good. So, so we have Bert and Leanne here. Okay. And we... We um we haven't gotten that much information from them. I know more about them than Colby does, but she's kind of co-hosting. Okay. We're going to let you sort of dive right in and and meet them and see where it goes. Okay, cool. Hi guys, how you doing? Good, Kalise. How you doing? We're good. Good. Um, I feel like I need to start with Leanne, and it's funny because what's coming up almost makes me think that I'm reading for Colby, but. I'm just going to tell you what I'm getting and let me know if this applies to you or if I've crossed this over. Um, but I keep, and the reason I, I mentioned Colby is because I just keep feeling like there's a rebellious attitude there. Um, so Leanne, can you relate to feeling like you're a little bit rebellious or you go against the grain and you kind of just stick to your, your own ways? Uh, Bert, am I rebellious? Yes. Yes, I am okay. a bit rebellious. All right, let me, let me tell you what I'm getting here. So the first thing that I heard was someone, and Leanne, I, I feel like I'm starting all with you. So the first thing I hear is that um, you're a bit of a loner, but you have a really good sense of humor and almost like a little bit self-deprecating. And I know that because your spirit guides are saying, here comes the loner. And they're sort of like making fun of you in a way that, um, they would only do that if you could laugh at yourself. Do, does that make sense? Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> okay. If I so, could just so, get I'm rid sorry, of this part of my body. You, like, <laughs> the what? Sorry. If I could just get rid of this part of my body. Right here, right here. <laughs> just cut it off. Just cut it off. Yeah. And there's this feeling that you're standing really strong and really independent with your life right now. I almost feel like you're doing like something for women's rights or like standing up for what's right or animal rights. It doesn't feel like animal rights though. Um, but it feels like you're standing up for something and that you've really, it's fueled a fire within you um, that you need to represent this cause. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Okay. I'm also feeling that you've been struggling to read certain articles in the media at the moment. And I'm hoping they're not articles about yourself because it looks like there's negative information in there. But do you understand why that's coming up? No, I don't. I do. Okay. You do? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay, so, um, Bert, am I with you on that one, the struggling to read the articles in the news? No, uh, yeah. Uh, what, am I just supposed to say yes or no? Or yes. Oh, could, yeah. Well, no, you can You can kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so interesting you say that. As we pulled up, I said, you know, I think Drew watched my special with uh, his family. And Leanne's like, great. They know that I farted on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just get this. this you know what? Uh, let, let me keep going with this, Leanne. I feel like it's something to do with the cause that you're representing and that you're reading about it and that the more you read about it, the more fired up you get and then the more that fuels the fire and then you go and do more work about it. Um, I also feel like the two of you, ooh, I, are you guys okay to like talk about everything? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, 
I'm just assuming you're a couple with what's coming up here, but am, am I correct in assuming that? Yes. Okay, because I keep feeling that there are kids between you guys. Um, and again, I don't know if you're co-workers or whatever, or if I'm spilling the beans on something, but I just feel like there's the energy of kids between you guys and that needs to be a conversation. So I don't know if you need to talk about having kids or if you need to talk about kids that you have, but does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. There needs to be more discussion about that because there's not enough discussion at the moment, yeah. but I, I'm also hearing everything <laughs> will be okay. And what's really funny is that I'm seeing, um, a platter of like, um, like a fruit and cheese platter and wine so maybe you need to have a romantic night to yourselves and then things will feel a lot calmer at home she's doing a high five that'd be awesome okay great (laughs) um but i really feel like there's a lot of happiness in your home and even though the two of you may have had um unconventional childhoods or like not the happiest childhoods the home you've created now has a really positive energy and there's a lot of friends around even though leanne i still feel like you've got this loner thing going on like people this will come over bullshit. and you'll be <laughs> there's no way did you what like what wait what <laughs> you're she, absolutely right like yeah she's you understand really this, right? hitting yes. out of the park with leanne <laughs> don't do me <laughs> <laughs> I just I have this image of like you guys at home and then friends coming over and then Leanne being like, Yeah, I gotta go to the kitchen and wash everything. You know? <laughs> Are you shitting me? It's like just That's right. is this true? Is yes. that what happened? Oh. Yeah, she's gonna watch you go home and have it sex tonight. Biggest, too. Is it, it is her <laughs> biggest flaw as a human is when people come over she cannot leave the kitchen like people come over and go let us help you with the dishes and she's like no 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 it's her lowland scott mentality it's the way she was raised but if you're not busy and working you're not worth anything but no she's actually right i'm yeah. very introverted you know, but i'm extremely yeah. social yeah and that's the thing though i have to actually i, I want to correct you but because i feel like i know your wife better than you do and i'm just assuming she's the <laughs> wife very that possible just came um, <laughs> but what, what I, um, what, what I really felt with this is that it's not so much a work ethic and I'm going to totally out you on this, Leanne. I feel like it's just cause you feel antisocial and it's like a, a way of coping with a lot of oh. people being in your home. And so it's just more comfortable to be doing the housework. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to like reveal that, but at the same time, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, you will become really happy in the future as well as a couple. It's not just like it's happy now. I just keep seeing more and more happiness coming into the home. And there's going to be more money coming in as well. I don't know if there's like a publishing deal or something getting signed. high five. (laughs) Yeah, keep high-fiving. This is good news. (laughs) Um, But I feel like there's money coming in. Like I'm seeing uh, gold coins coming in, which is always a great sign, but it's because of a deal or a contract. Awesome. Okay, there also needs to be more attention to a book or something written. Leanne, are you left-handed as well? Uh, I was left-handed, but I was forced to change to a right hand when I was a child. Naturally, you're left-handed because I've got you scribbling away with your left hand, and that's that's where you're most creative. That's crazy. Um, You may find that unless you type on a computer, you're not going to get the same kind of creative results because there's something, and I'm not a neurologist, and I don't know, Drew, you're probably going to think this is crazy but i'm just feeling that if you write with your right hand you're using some kind of logical part of your brain this is what i'm getting from spirit so i can't back this up with any medical proof but when you type with both hands on the computer you've got that added creativity coming through your left hand and if you do actually write for your profession that's the best way to do it that's very interesting i can hardly write creatively with my right hand Uh, handwriting is very hard for me 
Yeah. It's very true. I have a very hard time writing. But, but there's a lot to get. I feel like you're going to tell your story and it's going to be in a book. But in order to get that story out, you're going to have to do it on a computer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, oh, you're welcome. But I just keep getting you driving and driving and driving. Do you drive a lot? Uh, uh, I have two kids. I drive constantly. I think yes. She, I think she's talking to me. Oh, are you talking no, to me? Bert. Yeah. Oh, for Bert. Uh, I do. I, I, Oddly enough, I drove today, but I, I don't drive that much uh, that often. But he travels oh. a lot. Yeah, I do oh. travel fairly often. I mean, that could be what I'm saying, but I just keep getting you in the car. And what's interesting about it is you're rolling your eyes and checking your watch. So maybe it's just showing me that you're an impatient driver. Um, and that, I ju- yeah, you know what? Even with all that travel, I feel like you don't want to travel and that being at home is your happy place. Um, so you may want to try and structure your schedule around that to to recharge your energy a little bit if you feel like you're just getting a bit strung out with everything that's going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. So, Colby, no, do, you, okay. do you have anything to interject about Leanne? Um, the only the I the, the the things I was feeling or getting is like this sense of um, uh, like I can't breathe. Like there's a ton of anxiety from when you're a kid because it's like you don't have freedom, and it's almost like this. You, would you understand like your your mom had these like super strict rules in the household for you, and it's almost like I see a priest, and and it's there's a feeling of like. Like, uh, there's like not a sense of freedom and almost a sense of being locked away. So do you understand this being locked away? Yes. Okay. And I also feel like even every time you would use your voice or something, you would get punished and you would get locked away. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And I keep feeling like there's even, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, when they, they say the rulers on the knuckles, but there's some sort of, um, I don't want to use the word beating, but th- 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 mm-hmm. do you understand that? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's um, right. Okay. And and I do feel like, but there's a sense of, um, so what happens is this social anxiety thing that you start to happen, you are introverted, but that's because um, you, you, you just you're afraid to to be in the energy of other people because you don't always trust that energy of other people and you're also afraid that if you show that freedom um you're going to get punished somehow do you understand that yes okay and i do feel like there's this sense of um now it's interesting i am going to go back to your mom i you know i do know we mentioned she's in the uh, living still but there's something where she is just not here though I don't feel like she's here do you understand that yes and it's almost like this sense where I don't even know if you necessarily feel bad about that it's almost like there's a sense of peace for you saying you know what that's karma mom do you understand that feeling yes. okay okay uh, and, by the way, by the way, hold on. <laughs> this is the only podcast your mom will ever listen to <laughs> You're um, so right. Okay. And oh no. I have no idea what a shitstorm this is going to be in our lives. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It won't matter at all. Oh, oh I love and, it. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad we can make you laugh. Oh, There's this so tragic too where I almost feel like your mom's got this super crazy like superstition thing happening as well. Mm-hmm. Um where it's it's I I keep seeing a 13 over and over and over. So I don't know if like 
13, is there a 13 significance to you, the date of the 13th or? Um, Only that, to me, that's a super superstitious number. And it, she was very into like, you Okay, know. so hang on one second, because it gives me this feeling of, um, um, this, this feeling of like, uh, yeah, it's almost like she wouldn't make a decision though without, consulting it's like she That's couldn't right. she couldn't make a decision about anything in her life unless she consulted uh you know with with i almost want to say a crystal ball as cheesy as that psychic. is okay she, she uh, didn't make any decision <laughs> without consulting a psychic okay hey, it sounds like wow. me okay whatever okay so that's that's the feeling i was getting so which is interesting though because you know as you know you almost embrace this logical side of yourself. Like, yeah, you are super creative. Like Khalees was saying, I think Khalees is like right in that book and everything. Um, I, I agree with cool. Khalees. That feels completely, completely right. And it almost feels like yeah. it's got to come out of you, but it feels like it is coming out. Like even but, when you talk or if you do interviews or anything, it feels like it's already starting to roll out of you. Yeah. But what's you, you resort to your logical side because it's your safe side. And so that's you, absolutely right. It's like your comforter. It's your blankie. And so you go, oh, I'm good. I'm just going to get right back up in here. And, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yep. All right. It's eight o'clock. Get up. It's time to do this. It's time to do that. So then you start to want to run the house that way. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Eight o'clock. What is she taking a Xanax? <laughs> Five forty-five. Everybody. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe she's taking your advice and taking that Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> so those were the feelings. The feelings I I was getting. And there's also this sense. Did you leave the house really early or something? Because it keeps feeling feeling like um once you left you like didn't go back once you left home you didn't go back sort of yeah okay okay there's some sort of yeah okay um yeah there's this huge battle there's this huge battle for you as a kid dealing with this like domineerance it's it's uh, so much under pressure so um Mm -hmm. There is that, like, it, as, even my throat, and, and, you know, also really quick, though, do you have a, a man in spirit, and he had a heart attack, and, um, because I keep feeling like, oh, am I going to have a fucking heart attack? No, I no. I'm predicting no. passing. Okay, I, I feel like this is a man already in spirit for you, so, um, would you understand a father in spirit, um, that would have had a heart issue prior to his passing? Uh, you have a father in spirit, right? No, my dad's living. Oh, that's so weird. Do you understand a grandfather? Yes, I know who you, I think I know. I, my grandfather just dropped dead. Okay, got it. So. Okay, yeah. I do feel like it was a heart attack, and I do feel like um, th- there's a sense uh, with him where he was very uh, black and white about things. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was like almost literally black and white, which is very strange. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, yeah. okay. And, there, and there's just this sense where, um, you know, it's, 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 it's like... <laughs> That's not Calm me down. snorting. You're just snorting for the record, Calm down. that is Bert. He knows my grandfather too. That's okay. Like, yeah, he okay. Knows. Okay. And, what? Oh, sorry, no, Kobe. Okay, really, just real yeah. quick though. Did, this man's not yeah. like a priest or something, is he? Because I keep feeling ordained, or I keep feeling a sense of something around his collar. Do, do you know if he wore a uniform? No, he he wore overalls every day of his life. Oh, Uh-oh. okay, okay. I wasn't really seeing overalls, though. I'm going to be honest. Well, I just feel this sense of like, um, was he religious? Was it, no, no. I don't. Oh wait, I think he was. 
Yeah. What? No, 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 no. What? Nothing, 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 nothing. Oh, he he doesn't want part of an organization that's not very politically correct. Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not say. (laughs) I do get it. No, no, I totally get it. That's exactly. But that's what I was feeling. He was a big member of. But that was that. Okay. (laughs) But but that feeling of black and white, and that feeling of. A strong belief system, and we'll just leave it at that. But well, that, yeah, that's, that's what it, I was yeah. feeling. Okay, so, got yeah. it. Le- okay. Do you have anything else before yeah, hey, Khalees? Yeah, yeah. Leanne, Leanne I keep story. seeing flowers around you. Do you guys have an anniversary coming up, or did did you just exchange flowers or something like that? Do you understand that? Anniversary was December twenty seventh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Close. That's probably why. Um, it just feels like there's a celebration of love, and then we're both going straight back to work, and that it was hard to find time to be together over the last couple of weeks. Does that make sense to you? Yes, we didn't celebrate our anniversary, and we always do. I think this is the first year we have oh. we didn't. So we're yeah, busy. Make, it, make it a priority because you guys really don't get that much time together. You're, you're both doing very. Um, it's like you both have big careers, but neither of you are doing them at the same time in the same place. Apart from today, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we don't. Do it's it. the magic of Susan Pinsky, <laughs> uh, bringing I, I bringing lovers together. together. Yeah. So Colby kind of went. Oh, she kind of her freaked out a little bit. Yeah, because I saw this. Um, oh, I don't know. How, oh, it's but I got it. So I saw this uh, around around your grandfather. I saw this ring of fire. And I also oh, saw God. that 13 come back. So mm. I think that 13 is somehow connected to your grandfather. Mm. So you don't happen to know the day he passed, do you? Uh, December 7th. Mm. No, 6th. December 6th. Okay. This year? No. No, oh, there's a connection to that 13. You'll see. You'll, okay. December 6th, 2006. Mm-hmm. I wow. think that's going to... There's some interesting numbers. Mm. So tell us a little bit about the being closed in and a little bit about your grandfather and what that, how that all... <laughs> yeah. How long is this show? <laughs> yeah. Because this, this... Just to just sort of um, to validate what they're talking about. Cause, yeah, because that... Yeah, that's really strong. Go ahead. Okay. My parents divorced when I was seven. My mother um, took me to Atlanta, which is about 60 miles from my dad. She had moved away uh, when I was four to become a model she'd moved to chicago and left my dad and i when she came back she just took me and took me to atlanta but now as an adult and having years of therapy i understand that she had a personality disorder Mm. and uh she i think was quite sociopathic for think details i won't give here but i'm happy to tell you when we're not (laughs) like that but now as an adult i could not have a voice uh, i could not have an opinion that was opposite of hers she's yeah. disowned me three times um, i haven't had a relationship with her since before we had children she's seen her children once she can't have any opposite or opposing opinion to her own she's on her sixth husband she uh, you know just she just um is i think ill uh so yeah as a child i did get spankings for a, a lot of things that were crazy you know, if I didn't have a bowel a movement on time, yeah. I'd get a spanking. Or oh I'd be God. sent to my room or um, I had to wear what she wanted. And I was, I've always been a very willful person. So I had a very hard time with that. And t- I lived with her until I was 13. At 13, I could choose where I wanted to live. 13! I'm just There's a 13? Oh, oh there's 13. Wow. Oh, there, wow, there you go. <laughs> so at 13, <laughs> yeah, I I sat on my sh- sat on everything till 13. And at 13... 
my dad showed up in a moving van and took me, and I never even told her I was leaving. So that was the first time she wow. disowned me because I was a big fuck you because I didn't have a voice until I was 13. And then when I moved to my dad, I didn't have a voice in a different way because right. I was a girl. And my dad was not married, had never recovered from my mother dumping him. So I became his wife, so to speak, not in any inappropriate yeah. way, but in a very oppressed way where I had to take care of all his stuff. So I went from kind of one lockdown to a different kind of lockdown. Yeah. So wow, too much freedom. One almost. prisoner situation to another prisoner yeah. situation. Yeah. And then reconciled with my mom for a bit in high school and then the same thing happened again it's very cyclical with her it was in a seven-year cycle right. of this kind of like you can't have a voice and wow. then finally at a certain point I was like wait a minute I'm a grown-up I don't really actually care anymore care anymore and yeah. I think you may be really ill so and I don't want that around my kids and the sociopathic stuff it was was deal breaker wait oh. can I can I jump in yeah we have not acknowledged the fact that her mom's a psychic. My mom believes herself to be clairvoyant. She has <gasps> always Leanne. believed herself to be. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but before you started talking, I forgot to mention that I felt that you had a strong psychic ability, and you may not want to have any associations with your mother, so I apologize for bringing this up, but that was one of the things I felt when I saw you writing was this strong psychic ability and ability to... Um, tune in and pick up on intuition and intuitive things yourself i've always been really really good at reading people and being able to suss people out very quickly i thought that was because of the way i grew up because the my relationship with my mother was so unsafe right uh that you know it had to read her to figure out what to say and how to say it so that i didn't get annihilated but it so, is wow. you know a lot of psychics that that gift kind of gets turned on for from survival from trauma so it That's was true yeah yeah it was that probably survival mechanism and remember psychic is extrasensory perception mm-hmm. so your senses have to be heightened on guard and that's exactly what happens in survival mode right um so I, I think, and then it's a muscle, right? So years and years and years of dealing with that, it definitely, you know, probably turned it on and it stayed on and it didn't turn off. Right. She's so. told me my whole life I was psychic, yeah. that I just didn't want to you deal are. with it. But she she is on the psychic network. <laughs> is she really? <laughs> yes, she, as far as I oh, know, wow. I don't have a relationship with her. I haven't, I mean, I, I've I, only met her once once i mean i don't have a relationship with her which yeah, is she the- was like she was like at the end we went to dinner we went to lunch and i was like and i just started murdering margaritas which big red flag for her and then <laughs> yeah. but i was like i was like doing it on purpose it was a and massively Leanne, uncomfortable lunch and then Leanne, at the end she goes well so we'll see you later i go no we won't <laughs> i go i've never met you before my kids are seven and five i go i'll never see you again Oh my yeah, gosh. she just showed up. I went to see her mom, and she just walked in the door and went, "Hi guys, it's your nanny." And I was like, "Uh, haven't seen you in nine years. Wow. I don't. Wow. Uh, you're nobody's oh nanny at this house." But I'm gonna. I reverted back to. I just shut up. See, I shut want- down. And when we got in the car after that whole crazy day, Bert was like, "I have never seen you do that before ever. Like you, you completely shut down because." That's how I survived, was to just devoid myself of any person or personality. She's the person who made me change to my right hand. 
She oh, could wow. not accept me as a left hand. But she wanted you to be a psychic. But she wanted to be a best psychic. That she, was okay. She also would say, I think you should be a model. She was a, the highest paid model in Atlanta for nine years. Really beautiful woman. And then she would say, you should be a model, but you are so fat. There's no way you could ever do oh, it. Gosh. You could be a you could be a model for kids stuff, but not what I do. You know <laughs> that kind of that kind of stuff. And I'd be like, okay, how about I just write? I'm gonna just write stuff. See. Well, you could do you that. Are, you're good at writing. You should be writing. Uh, she when when I met Leanne, she was uh, a screenwriter. I, she had a, okay. a successful movie that was made. Went to Sundance, and then uh, was I think had a deal at Showtime with a writing partner. And uh, and then right when we got pregnant, she right when we got pregnant, she was doing a pilot, and uh, and then we got pregnant. And I told her, I said, you know, very, cl- you know, honestly, I was like, your dreams don't count anymore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, my priority so, shifted. It, had, it literally did. And then what about kid. the grandfather? Oh, that guy was a piece of work. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, the only constant I ever had was him. Uh-huh. And my grandmother. Right. They lived in the same house my entire life. Yeah. They were my safe place. Right. And all his negativity was our perception of what's negative about his group he was involved in. Uh-huh. I never saw. Okay. He she never she didn't know about that until very recently. Until like None of us knew about two that. 2 years ago. Okay. But he was probably the closest human I was until I met him was my grandfather. Yeah. He was an amazing dude. He really was. And despite, you know, whatever we're beating around the bush about, he uh he was a really fascinating guy, great storyteller. Everyone loved him. And he loved me very much. Yeah. And never had See? anybody love me like that guy. No, 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 no. That guy was out of his mind. Oh. He was he suffered from PTSD very severely. He, he was, was the first guy in Hiroshima. So that he had to clean up after Hiroshima. He was there. So we got a bunch of, but I got a bunch of cancer, and he was a, he was a, he was a, he was a piece of work too. I went on a car ride with him one time. He was like, he just pulled me aside. He was like, let's go get a Dr. Pepper, and I was like, okay. I'd never met him. We got in the car and we drove twenty five miles just so we could talk. Take a ride here. Take a ride here. And then I was like, we're in like Alabama now. Like, yeah, he was an interesting guy. You know, my the the my pop you saw was yeah. my my rock. I mean, okay. all the yeah. stuff that was going on with my mom. My yeah. dad had a nervous breakdown when my mom left the first time, yeah. and then my dad had a nervous breakdown when I was in college, and yeah. so. And I said he was connected to your dad. I He's said, my dad's yeah, dad. That's what I. Th- that's what I yeah, was you're feeling. Right. You were yeah. um, both of you were amazingly accurate. Wow. Yeah. At what you Thank felt. You. Amazing. Oh. Okay, so so I think I think that. Um, we could take a break and then Leanne can come back and tell us her story about the psychics, you know, and then we'll predict whether or not Bert's going to die anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Some light predictions. By the way, by the way, I was in Tanzania uh, or in, uh, I was, yeah, no, I was in, I think I was in South Africa. I was partying with these Zulu guys uh-huh. and uh, the high priestess rolled bones and she nailed it. She nailed it. And they have this I've herb. I've seen that before. It's yeah. creepy. She's and they've got this herb blowing around that gets you a little high. And then she looks at me and she goes, "Do you want me to roll your bones and see if I see the darkness?" And I was like, "I am out." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look it's at the time. <laughs> Wish I could, but got dinner plans. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so we'll take a break and then we'll come right back. Hey everyone, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky is sponsored by drdrew.com. 
And this is where you can find all the other shows I produce, like This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest and Weekly Infusion. Also find all the shows Dr. Drew has all in one website. We bring it all there for you so you can find it easily. And then also we have everything that you need to know about Calling Out with Susan Pinsky at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. If you want to download the new app, just Google Calling Out with Susan Pinsky app and go to the iTunes link. We sincerely appreciate your support. Okay, so we're back and um, thanks for thanks for telling us that story. Oh, and more I mean, vodka soda? What did you say? Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. If she's going to tell my history, yes. I want to find out. Do you want one too, Leanne? That no. Was, no, she's got to drive. I got to drive. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we do what we can to make our guests happy here. Um, so having that experience as a child, what you, you had some funny like thing you wanted to tell us about psychic mediums that... Yeah, I went to a psychic when I was 20. I was really lost. I wasn't happy in school. I just wasn't finding a boyfriend. And I know at 20, that seems ridiculous. But being from such a small town, all my friends were married. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure oh, out wow. why I wasn't already there, yeah. you know. So I went to see the psychic. She um, read a deck of poker cards. She just she just shuffled poker cards <laughs> what's wrong what is that bad me, no but when i was talking about the crystal what it doesn't count after the fact that so that's why i'm going no way but i was going to say i just keep seeing like a regular deck of cards funny. like the yeah. ace oh, so and i didn't yeah i you know said right crystal Please, ball. yeah it's okay. and yeah, i said crystal like ball we believe I, you i was like i kept seeing the ace the ace come i on. believe you. your reaction's uh, too strong not man. to like but, okay, go ahead. So you're I already proving yourself. We believe you. Not your mom. She was your enemy, but I didn't say it because I was like, "That sounds weird." <laughs> oh, that's she's not my mom. Out. She was my enemy. Yeah. yeah, she pretty much was. You guys need to stop holding back. Okay, let's go. Poor lady. Sorry. But <laughs> anyway, I went to this psychic, and uh, I was in college at Georgia State University studying finance. Uh, had never been outside really the state of Georgia except to go to the state of Alabama. Had never been anywhere. So just for that point of reference, she said. You're moving to California. Your life's not going to start to your th- in your early 30s. Your husband has a crown on his head. I think that means like he's like maybe famous or has some kind of notoriety. He travels all the time. Maybe he's like a pro ball player, but he's really well known and he travels all the time. You're not your life's not going to start till you meet him in your 30s. You're then you're going to have all this happiness. You're going to have a daughter with long brown hair all the way down her back. And I left that reading and went, you're out of your mind. I'm not moving to California. I don't even, I've never even been out of the state of Georgia. I don't know what you're talking about. So, but then a year or so later, I decided. Wait, she forgot the part where he's going to get molested by a bear. (laughs) She did leave that out. (laughs) But um, I moved to New York and then I moved to California. I met him when I was 31. Oh, wow. I have a daughter with long brown hair down her back. Or she doesn't have long brown hair anymore. But for years, she had really long, dark brown hair. He's a, he, well, I can't say what he he's does. He's the for king. Living, but he's the king, and, you know. Hold on, hold on. All those other things hold apply. On, hold it's on, kind one of second. crazy. I'm sorry. Did you say I have a crown on my head? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you do have a crown on your head. Wait. 
You have to send me that picture. That's it, funny. Oh, it's on your book. Yeah. Of your book. Wow. That's crazy. Her name was Victoria Weston. Wow. Yeah. She, uh, it was amazing. She's still a psychic. She does a lot of corporate consulting as uh-huh. a psychic. And I sent her a message saying, just so you know, wow. you predicted this in 1990. Wow. And, and wow. it was right. Yeah. So crazy. That's great. Yeah. It was an amazing story, I thought. It's awesome when you get a good reading. I need to go get a reading from her. Yeah, she was yeah, really do. impressive. Let's I mean, do that. From, from her deck of cards. That's great. She's from California, too. She may be somewhere around. That's so awesome. Yeah, so and look, he's the king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to tap into Bert, because I think Bert is, is just waiting. He's got a second drink. He can probably handle it now. Yeah. Now, when here, I remember one time Rebecca told me that when the person getting the reading drinks, sometimes it makes you a little woozy. Does that happen to either of you, too? Oh, me? No. no. No, but if they're... Read. Oh, no. You go, Colby. If they have a drink or two, no. But if they're hammered, yeah, I'll feel nauseous and I won't read for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's not quite there yet. No, no. It, I, not I, even close. I, I generally don't read for people that have been... It's no shocker the Pinsky yeah. houses the drinks are light. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he doesn't make them very strong. <laughs> okay, so... So, Khalees, do you have any, can you, can you... Oh, read for Bert? Yeah, what do you think about him? Um, well, I, I get a lot of patience with Bert, which is funny because before I saw him driving, kind of rolling his eyes and not enjoying the experience, but I just feel like overall he's, he, his first reaction in any kind of conflict is to just sit back and let the situation unravel and kind of go, hmm, okay. And I actually feel that that's because... And but I, I still haven't seen you. I don't know what you look like. I'm I'm on Skype here, so I'm just going to tell you what I pick up. I get the impression that you have this inner calmness because you know that if anyone really acted up, you could destroy them physically. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Not that bit. you would, but just that you don't feel insecure, intimidated because you know that you can handle yourself. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, yeah, you pretty much do whatever you want. So yeah, no, I know, I know, uh, I know what you're saying. Okay, cool. Um, the other thing that I feel with you is I keep hearing uh, music around you. So I don't know if music's important in your life, but um, I keep seeing around your head lots of music notes. So am I correct in saying that you have a strong interest in music? Yes. Okay, um, and that you've. Um, <laughs> okay, come on. I just said. Parking since '83. <laughs> what did you say? It's just um, that I guess I don't really know what that means. You've been partying since 1983. Uh, I've been I've been partying. Let me see. 1983. How old was I? Eleven. Um. <laughs> no, I mean i i I've been I've been partying uh, for a very long time. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I got 83, so just take note of the number 83 because it might relate to something else later on. But I heard been partying since 83 um, and that you found love in your life now, but there there wasn't always that. Like I do see a lot of heartbreaks up until this relationship and that this was the one where you really turned around in terms of your life and your personality um, and that you knew, oh, you knew you were going to be married like from the beginning. Is that true? Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah. It's it's okay if it's not, but I just I just heard that. No, I feel like it is. No, no, no. I, yeah, there, there was a. Uh, yeah, I yeah I was now I'm not a good person in relationships. 
I was just panicky and crazy and not good. And now, and then there was a day, this is the only relationship I've ever been in where I was like, oh my God, I, it was a moment where I said to God, yeah. hey, if you give me this person, I won't fuck it up. Yeah, and but that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like all the other relationships were kind of a little scattered around, whereas this one, it changed you and... Um, yeah, it's almost like you kind of grew up in this one and that was the way it was supposed to happen. 100%. Yeah. I also feel like I want to just bounce a basketball. So do you understand the significance of basketball in your life? No. Oh, uh, okay. other than I'm going to a basketball game tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah kind of around you. Well, I guess um, that'll and, be fun. Yeah, and I, I just feel like you're not um, – the only other thing that's coming through really strong is that it doesn't matter. Like material things don't matter. You're satisfied. Like you're not searching and you're looking for answers. You're kind of kind of stayed the same. You'd be okay. Does that make sense? Say that again. If if things stayed the same. Yeah, like if everything was kind of just the way it is now in your life, and that was as good as it gets, you'd be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah, want more, I, but I'm really comfortable right now. Yeah, and I don't see that very often with people, especially these days. I feel like pretty much everyone that I speak to, they're always striving for something and going for more and more. And it's rare to find people where they, they're able to accept that things are actually just okay. Yeah. You know, that that it's that the connection, the family, the, the friends you have around you, you're fine. You're, you're doing just fine. Um, now, I feel like there's a reality show around the two of you. I don't know if this has happened yet, but... Um, do you guys understand why I keep seeing a reality show that would follow you around in your lives, but particularly Bert? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. I, I think, yeah. Like it's on the cards. It's been on the cards for a while, but they haven't filmed it yet. Uh, the, yeah, the sitcom we're doing is based, I mean, strictly off my life. Okay. Um, there will be, just be prepared, there will be shots inside your home. So if you don't want... Oh, I don't feel you'll be able to not allow that, but I feel that there's going to be cameras in your home, but just around the kitchen living areas. Um, and they, that may be a little intrusive for you guys. Yeah, that would be. And I could, but I can see, I'd already kind of thought that's where we'd shoot it. Yeah. Oh, um, good. But you'll be Leanne, able to I bet you're excited about stuff. that. <laughs> yeah. Yippee. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Though. Yeah, but it, it feels happy. Colby, do you want to add anything? Um, I think just the kind of things I'm getting is like panic. Um, <laughs> She's tapping into things on And I keep getting this sense of like a, a very a turbulent um, adolescence where it almost like almost like you're driving fast off the edge, almost trying to look for ways not to say kill yourself, but you were so. Um, not careful uh, in your childhood. Do you understand? Adolescence is what I want to say. You know, it's like a sense of, um, so, so much worry. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you just have fear of, um, like I, I'm so afraid of my life. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like you have this fear of your life or, um, I don't know. I, fear I, of life leaving you. I think that happened recently. Um, more so than in adolescence. Okay, but he's he but has such a that. young spirit. I wonder. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, that's yeah. coming it across as adolescence. It could but. be something that happened in adolescence and then also is still happening now. Does that make sense for you, Bert? Uh, not totally. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I feel like. I mean, I definitely had panic attacks when I was a kid. Um, yeah. that were, went undiagnosed. 
Do you you often get like a dry feeling in your mouth? Because that's what I kept feeling when I was talking to you, like this dryness in my mouth and throat. no, although I have lately, like 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 last night on stage, I have been noticing that I've been getting very thirsty on stage. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, it could just be like another form of stress, but it, well, you know, his, I, I don't worry about his it. His book's called "Stories of a Perpetual Manchild," so maybe that's yeah. what she's talking <laughs> about. Yeah, that was my point. Yeah, that is, that's the adolescent. That's my right? point. Thank that you. he's very adolescent. Yeah, yeah in nature. Spirit. I could add mm-hmm. one more thing. See, I love that about Leanne because she's like she can she can kind of maneuver around the message. So. Yeah, I just I just want to add real quick, but that I keep hearing that you are going in a positive direction and no one's going to change that direction now that you're on it and it's been a long time coming. So know that you will be okay and you will be successful in this chosen path because now you've actually found what you've wanted to do. That is 100% accurate. And I've been saying that out loud a lot lately. Uh, yeah, I had a TV show for seven years uh. and I just recently stopped doing it. Yeah, and uh, and I was scared that uh, that this path wasn't that I was like that I missed my boat to be go back into stand up, and uh, and I have sold out every show I've done. That's awesome. Since yeah, so it's been pretty insane. Yeah, I wonder if the driving I was seeing was going from show to show. Do you ever drive between shows? Oh God, yes. Yeah, that's why you're rolling your eyes and checking your watch because you got to be somewhere and you're not enjoying it. Oh, um, when we were in on that TV show, I was we were driving every day, like sometimes eight hours, six hours, and it was yeah. just fucking making me crazy. Yeah, yeah, but there's a feeling now where it's you know even though you you're putting that stand up back out there and you're doing it, there's actually a feeling where um, you, you can feel safe in in slowing down, not needing to kind of keep going, 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 going. You know, you may physically be going and physically doing the shows, but you can allow your mind to to relax a little and trust that it's you, you're going to keep having work. You know, trust that the path is opening up and trust that it's going to kind of keep going longer and bigger for you, you know. And yeah. I do feel like there's going to be another book. So it feels like there's a part two to the book you wrote. Hopefully it's Leanne's book. I hope it, I, don't, I don't want to write another book. <laughs> Uh, well, um, but do you understand why I keep hearing that the work that you do, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is to do with the content. Oh, spirit! I'm assuming what this is that? to do with the con- oh, just background noise. Okay, um, it wasn't spirit. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's I had that happen once on one of my podcasts. Like a door sounded like it was slamming, and we we're like, "Was that a door?" And they no, go, I think that was a door. It was. Was the crypt keeper? <laughs> but um, this okay. The content of your stand up, I keep hearing that it's bridging the gap between the beginning and the end. There's something that you're talking about in the content of your stand up that's really striking for people, and it's helping heal people, and it's helping them understand their own life journeys and the stories that they've lived, and feeling better about themselves. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. It very much does. Like you've made a really big difference in the lives of these people. You think like, oh, I'm just entertaining them or whatever, and but it it is coming from a really deep place. And the people that hear it, they're laughing. The secrets. But they're feeling it's like they had to yeah. hear it. Tell them about your secrets. Yeah, I do a thing called Secret Time on stage where I just tell a secret. It's not. It doesn't need to be funny, but the fact that I tell it and I'm honest and I bookend it with Secret Time, and people laugh. But I think a lot of people are like, oh, thank God. Like I got that. <laughs> I got that thought too. So like, tell it. Tell one. 
my first. <laughs> yeah, can you tell us a secret? Yes. Or maybe uh, maybe Colby and I could guess, but <laughs> no, uh, it won't it be would, as funny. Would, if you guessed, I would literally invest <laughs> all my money in this podcast. <laughs> uh, one of the, my secret times is my first wet dream. I was riding horses. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to tell you what I saw. Well, I saw something with his butthole, so I was like, I was like, oh, Colbs, come on. (laughs) But yeah, I'm super, super honest on my podcast and on stage, like brutally honest. No, not brutally honest in like a, but like super, like I'm very... I tell everyone my problems. I think it's open. You're very open. Very open. And yeah. so I think a lot of a lot of young men who are in transition between being a bro and being being a man are like, "Oh man, that's cool that I can I can fall in love." Like yeah. I like I like I go like sometimes I'll ask a kid in the audience, uh, "Yeah. Are you do you have a girlfriend?" And he's like, "No." It's like, "You ever been in love?" And the, like if they're like, "No," you're like, "Oh my." And, like I don't like make fun of them. I go Oh, you can't! I can't wait. You're gonna love being in love. It's so much fun. And people yeah, it's are like, like, "There's no funny in this." But it's <laughs> like a bit of a mentor in a way. You a know? little bit, it's yeah. It's like it gives them a little bit of that positive, like to make things okay. Well, and right now I went through a big weight loss challenge uh, with my buddy, and it was very, very, uh, very visible to everyone. And it was went it was like a lot of people saw it. A lot of people saw it. And right now. To a lot of people, since I lost so much weight, and so did my buddy, were inspirations, and they've started weight loss journeys because of us. That's and awesome, they tell yeah. us they're like, yeah. they're like See, I mean, I've you're lost." You're helping people, and you weren't doing that on the show in the same way that you can do it now. That's why this is what you're meant to be doing. That's why you feel so fulfilled now. That guy just called me like right now. The guy, oh, was, did was, he? his ears are burning. <laughs> he's psychic too. Yeah, there he's you psychic go. too. There you go. There's there's also a sense though. I was telling uh, Leanne, I I do feel like you've got some sort of stomach issues that you're dealing with. I shit my pants a lot. Um, oh, that was the butthole though. <laughs> yeah, I did. Exactly. I did call I shit out my the pants butthole. A lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> good for like, you. Probably oh. like an abnormal. Like okay. I said at one time in a show, and this woman came up and like, you should probably really see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> too much hot sauce. Well, there we go. I put a lot of hot. I was having really bad stomach problems today. because yeah, I ate a whole jalapeno with my omelet. Yeah. So did you get into that MCT you know, oil? Every, that's that, not that'll healthy. get you too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have you tried that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had. Well, I I started this workout thing with our gym, and they they were telling us what to eat, more protein than. Do the bulletproof coffee with the butter and the MCT. So I, I took it this oh, morning. Oh, you have a stomach ache. Oh, boy. Yeah. It what started is bulletproof coffee? Yeah. It, it literally, it was like I was going in for a colonoscopy. I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is good stuff. Like, I hope I don't shit my pants during the podcast tonight. <laughs> Thank God. Well, well, you and Bert would be two buddies, right? There you go. Oh. You could poo together. So glad. <laughs> that first day is a woozy. You no, never know. We may get Pampers as a sponsor. Yes. <laughs> depends. Yes. Depends. Yeah. Depends. There we go. Now. But um, Bert has some pretty funny uh, secrets. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Bert, what you, what's Bert gonna die of? <laughs> no, oh God. I'm actually kidding. I, we're not. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no. Yeah, She's like, yeah. don't get on that plane tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was 
he yeah, has yeah. he has like an OCD when he gets on planes. He he has to go through the same regimen every day. So he's like super scared of dying in an airplane, which you know I think everyone should be. Nah. But like I guess and I mean I'm just afraid of dying. I don't want it I got FOMO. I'm afraid I'm afraid of missing out of the party. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason I don't want to die. I just That's what keeps you alive. That's I mean that's important. Well yeah. Oh, yeah. You should be afraid. Everyone needs to be afraid of dying. Oh, I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm not, not either. either. No, God, really? I, I would hope not. I'm I'll not finally get the rest I need. I told you, Lisa. I mean, if it's the right I'm time, not dead I'm ready inside. to transition, but like, I'm not in a ride. <laughs> I'm far from dead inside, but I am not afraid to die. My dog okay. just showed up. So, yeah, and I, I've learned from this podcast that there is life after death. So maybe you just don't feel that, and it, it makes it more scary. I think I, think I have... I think I have pedestrian cafeteria faith, meaning like, like I I I wear the medals, I do the things, but like sometimes I literally sit there and I go, but do I really believe? Like, because Christians kind of drive me nuts sometimes. Like when I hear them say stuff that I go, come on, man, don't act like that. Like all my friends that I grew up with are all Christian now, and I just go, come on, like. Like really? But you yeah. don't have to be a Christian to have faith or to believe, right? That I know, there but, is, that but I'm not going to church all the time. Things are as they should be. Right? Yeah. Things are as they should be. Yeah. And you don't have to be a Christian to believe that. I believe yeah. that because I believe I am exactly where I'm supposed to be, and that I went through all that stuff in my childhood yeah, yeah. to be this person. Mm-hmm. So I believe that 100. percent Me too. Yeah. I was a poor black child. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. I know. I had it all redone. <laughs> No, I think you're, as you hit middle age, and you're not quite there yet, but you you start looking at the next 40 or 50 years and thinking, okay, then what's next? What do I need to do? And it does get scary. I mean, you think, I mean, I'm, I'm moving up there too, but if you have faith that there's something better or it's not going to end when you die, then it's actually a lot easier to handle. Oh, well, now yeah. we're going to find out how crazy I am. I believe in time travel. I believe that I believe that uh, that you die a million times and it's just parallel universes, but you never actually die. I'm hoping. I believe that too, uh, but not the part where you never actually die. But I, I do believe that there are parallel lives that continue after you transition in other lives. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard By the to way, explain, this is, but... I will be drinking at dinner tonight. <laughs> this is all the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night. I think after this, I'll be drinking at dinner too. I know, <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. We can all do that together. Yeah. I, I, you know, and it's it's nice that you're open to this process because a lot of guys are like, oh, this is bullshit. I Forget don't think it. so. You say that all the time. And I have to tell you, I have a lot of male clients. No, I'm getting, They're, we're getting more yeah. male listeners and stuff, especially after we made Jason Ellis cry. And, you know, <laughs> the it, I, I mean, there's been a few things like Colby came in and she just like went right into, tapped into his brother who passed away. Mm. And he was so emotional about it. He got so pissed off that he was going to beat everybody up in the room because mm. he thought we were punking him. And then, and um, last week or the last show, uh, Khalees came on. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but um, we were with Deborah Tate, who's Sharon Tate's sister, because Manson was in the hospital. So we thought, oh, we'll just tap in and see if he's if the motherfuckers are going to die. So um, we don't care if he does. I don't yeah. care. I know. I know everybody else wants to shed a tear, but I. I don't. I think it would be a wonderful way to start the new year. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Khalees called up and said. Um, 
she goes, oh, yeah, you know, I see pain in the stomach and I see the cops or something about the cops. Can I say the word cops, which is sort of a 60s thing? And she goes, and I'm hearing a Beatles tune. And I was like, shitting me. I know, yeah. but we were all kind of like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know, you're right. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you, if, but she, but what we didn't tell Khalees was, yes, you're, you're spot on. I mean, Helter Skelter was his theme song, you know, for his cult. And then he had, you know, obviously Sharon Tate was murdered. She was stabbed in the stomach and she was pregnant. And, you know, it was, she was just right on. She just gave us a phone call and tuned right in. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, what, if there's not something out there that is giving us this information or protecting us or helping us understand it, then where's it coming from? Yeah. You know, I mean, your grandfather is looking over you. He probably, he cares a lot about you and, you know, in heaven, he's probably not into the same life experiences. I don't think he was for years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, listen, we all have our political views or whatever we do. Well, and, and I think for for him and and at that time and in his place that they wouldn't have understood, you know what I'm saying? Like we all learn and grow and evolve Mm -hmm. in our, our belief systems. Right. And I think at that particular, in his particular situation, what he was believing in was the norm uh, in that area. He didn't, didn't, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't educate you about it because he wasn't like, he wasn't running around like a born again Christian going, come on, I got to do this. You know, I mean, the kids weren't educated. So, but I do think that, you know, since you were close, he came right through. Yeah. He had to, he had to make sure like, hi. (laughs) Yes. Fascinating guy. And I believe the only reason I, am who I am is because I had some really powerful things watching over me yes in a lot of of my life even past my childhood and and my early adulthood I had spirit team all over me I've Mm -hmm. always thought that because there's no way Mm -hmm. I should be as healthy mentally as I am there's just no way so did you ever oh go ahead oh no I was just gonna say but let's also clarify what you were saying Susan you know that Death is a transition. You don't disappear according to my belief system and, you know, the work that we do as mediums. But at the same time, no one, none of us are really in a rush to die. So I don't know if you could call it fear that keeps us alive or just, you know, the desire to be alive. But right. I really, it's, it's what you said. You know, when you die, you do transition over. You get to stay with your loved ones. You get to watch over them. But at the same time, I'm in no rush. Uh-oh. We lost you. Somebody, somebody's... Did, oh, did you did you guys hear that? Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. she's starting to cut out. It was. Oh, can you out. hear me now? Yeah. Oh, um, which part did I cut out? The or, very maybe, end. or maybe Leanne. Oh, I just Bert's said face I need no rush. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Give me a minute. Maybe yeah. uh, at the end of the show, I'll yeah. be back. <laughs> That's our closer. Right, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> As a special bonus for listening to the podcast. Yes. We have parts on my chin. Exactly. <laughs> it's my special talent. <laughs> <laughs> we. The, it was a joke because uh, Drew had told them that my entire family watched his special, and and Leon was sort of worried about it. So it was funny. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, my kids love you, Bert, and oh, thank you. you know, you're the machine, and <laughs> definitely the machine. Yeah, I feel like that's a transition part of my life, is that I'm this crazy wild party animal, but the majority of my stand-up right now is about my girls, and about being a father, and these crazy travel stories I have, or these crazy stories I have, are incorporated in, but it's all meshed up, I don't, I don't know where I'm going in my life, like I, like, I feel like I'm in the right place, I feel like I'm going in the right direction, 
I feel like I'm not rushing it. I don't feel like I'm in a hurry. For the first time in my adult career, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm really cool. Like I, I like, I want to do my podcast. I want to do my stand up. Like, if stuff come to me, like it's the first time I've ever turned anything down. I've never turned anything down in my career, and now I'm turning stuff down. Going, I don't think I want to do a game show. Yeah, That's cool. Well, Drew yeah. does. So, could you send? Does he want to do way? a game show? Sure. He'd be a great host. He'll do anything. He's such a I always TV keep... Host. I've been He'd telling be him guess. since the day I met him, I saw him being the host of a show, like a game show or a dating show. I keep seeing him be the host of it. I really do. I can't wait what for that to happen. What about the Dr. Drew show? That's done. Yeah, what about... What I mean, about was what about, that what you saw, maybe? No, I saw like a... Like a... You know, an uh, Alec Baldwin... Is it Alec Baldwin? Yeah. yeah. Like something like that. Where no, Alec, Alec, Alec Trebek. 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 No, no. No. The match game. Oh, the match game. Isn't that Alec Baldwin? No. Yes, it is. Uh, you guys my, don't no, make me... Yeah. I think they came out with a new match game. There is. It is Alec it Baldwin. Is Alec it is. Baldwin. I'm not crazy. Yeah, 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 that yeah. bastard. He doesn't need another job. So it's like something <laughs> like that or... Share the wealth. You know, or the dating game. But I think he'd be great at Jeopardy. Because yeah. he's so See? smart mm-hmm. and he's so like, you know, dry. He could mm-hmm. do it. What yeah. about the newlywed game? Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I like, loved that a dating game, game a like a dating game, or or the, like the like you're saying the match the match game, something <laughs> like that. He'd be a great host. Yeah, wow. I think he would. Mm-hmm. So where's your next stand up, Bert? What are you doing? When are you, where are you going next? I'm in Boston this weekend uh, at the Wilbur Theater. I think that's that. By the time this airs, it'll be sold out. Yeah. Wow! And then uh, and then Buffalo. And then we're going. Are you going to come to New York City? I want to come see you. Uh, I was just there. I was just there, like oh. I think last week, two weeks ago. Oh. I was just there. Um, and uh, he'll be there again. But he actually, ha- I'm sorry to interrupt. Who are you guys? Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is. Bert. I don't, no one's actually told me yet. Yeah, I don't Can- know either. You introduce yourself because I keep saying your name wrong. Anyways, so. my name is Bert Kreischer. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm a travel channel. I was a travel channel host for seven years. I have a podcast. I wrote a book called Life of the Party um, in 1996. That's why I saw you partying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Partying. <laughs> it's I've 1983. Been, I've been, well, I've been partying aggressively <laughs> since 1995, meaning like. Ooh, Spirit like, says 1983. I, well, you know what's so funny? Maybe Spirit's picking up on me. I'll tell you what. Oh, in, maybe. In, 19, mine started in, in 1983, uh, I turned 11. 11 my lucky number. My special came out 11 11. Uh, eleven, eleven on November eleventh. Wow! And, and and I remember the year eleven because that's when I got my teeth knocked out with a baseball bat. Um, oh, gosh. Nice. But I, I, I didn't party because of it, but uh, but I did get my teeth knocked out on my birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but I um, and I uh, I don't. I think that's it about me. And Leanne's my wife. All right, so uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am right now, wife, mom. There you go. I was a writer for years. You are a writer. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get back to writing because that, that's where the big money's coming. Let's do it. Well, don't you guys work together too? She, sort of. She runs. She like runs your. She I books his, your air and stuff. Yes, I do his podcast, but I was his business manager for years until about a year ago. And then I, I there was just too many moving parts. Yeah, it's that hard. I didn't understand. You know, yeah. so much out of state work. You have to have a manager too. It's, it's so funny crazy. we're talking about this because, you know, we just renovated our house and Leanne did an amazing job, uh, basically, uh, man, uh, what would you say, uh, formatting it. Yes, <laughs> like project manager. Project managing oh, yeah. it, and at the end she was like, I, 
I said, You're, what are you going to do when this is over? And she's like, she looked at me dead on and she's like, I know, I'll have no purpose in life. I have no purpose. <laughs> I know, no when purpose. you run out of money, it's so sad because you want to do more. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah, and so it I think fun. now this, uh, hopefully this will inspire her to... What's so funny is uh, I've been writing in my head yeah. a lot lately and I have so many times said... I got to write a book. I got to write a book. And I never start because of what you were talking about as I go into the logic of, but it's pick up, it's drop off. I got to do laundry. I got to mm-hmm. figure out dinner. It's, I need to go to well, bed. Maybe a podcast would be better because do books make money? Uh, not anymore. Yeah. Not, not the way they used to. It's very difficult to make money as a book. Uh, but a podcast, I've always told her, I've always told her. She should do a podcast. And I go into the logic. It's too hard. I don't yeah. know how to work the equipment. Why would anyone want to listen to me? No one to wants me. to t- listen to me. Who listens to me? What do I have to say? I don't have anything to say. You know. There was a period where I tried desperately to get her and her friends to do a podcast. Uh, what I wanted to do, I've done. I've, I did one myself with them to do a book club podcast where they review a book every week and people can read with them. Right. Uh, I tried to get. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tried. Her, she's got one friend who's out of her mind, crazy, hilarious. And I tried to get them to do a podcast about just gossip and whatnot. But, uh, but you know, it's very difficult. It's As everyone here knows, it's very difficult to do your first podcast. Yeah. Once you get them up and running, you're like, come on, we got to do one Tuesday. And you right, don't, you right. don't worry well, about you it. Well, you do all your own, right? You, I, I do you everything. Said, yeah, so that's impressive. I edit, you, I post. How I, many shows do you have? Like 200? Uh, 215 right now. See, that was a good guess, uh-huh. huh? Yeah. I'm great. not psychic either. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the, the iTunes. But, no, you do it alone. And it's not that hard. But um, if you want to make it's money. You can, you know, do it in podcasting. Yeah. It's easier. Books are okay, but books kind of put you on the map if you want to, like, go out there and do the, you know. I'll tell you what, a book's a lot of work. And, oh, and, so much. And the... the, the Colby s- has a book. I wrote a book, too. It is, it's, it's a lot of work, What's it called? It? I forgot. Leap of Faith. Oh, How that's to Build right. Your Spiritual Sorry. Business. Oh, I oh like that's that. great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, you know. I used great. to be a tax accountant for 14 years. Did you really? Yeah. And before I made this transition. And so I wrote a book to help other people who want to build their business understand the kind of business side of it. Right. That's, that's great. great. Yeah. Thanks. But, you know, even book write, uh, book companies are getting out of the business because it's just hard to make money. So, I mean, if you're doing it for yourself just to do and it means something to you, but you can also write for other people. I don't know. I if you if you and you have kids, you have young kids right now. Maybe so you, you should have ghost write a book for me. Mm. I don't know if I can pull off your voice. But. <laughs> I'll just tell you the stories you, very and you write it specific, down. That's called a stenographer. Yeah, stenographer. <laughs> stenographer. My. Book. I'm not into being Court a stenographer. Reporter, thank yeah. thank you <laughs> for a couple. I'll speak. Yeah, right? I'll speak my stories to you in bed. Yeah, no thanks. And you take notes. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> oh great. No, thanks. Okay. One more thing wait. I have to do for you. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, uh-huh. if, if you guys want to know where to find Bert. And Leanne, probably backstage, um, he has a website, BertBertBert.com. That's with an E. And then his BertCast is his podcast, which is on iTunes and on his website. Like, you know, just go to his website. You can see where his dates are. He's got, he's all over the country. Super, super funny. I'll tell you what's really great. And, And I say this to your listeners. Um, it's an app I'm using. It's called Laughable, uh-huh. and it is phenomenal. Really, it is. And, I, so and I'll you tell can you, find what's, what's local. No, what it is is it organizes the talent that you like 
and it shows you all the podcasts they've been oh, that's on. Great. Yep, oh, all that the podcasts they've been on, and all and their oh. podcasts as well. So like I've been on Rogan like twenty times. Uh-huh. It shows you all my Rogan appearances: Ari, Church of What's Happening Now, Doctor Drew, at, like all the stuff we've done, and it's really fantastic. So if you go check out the Laugh of Black app and uh, and. You can find everything I've ever been on, and I think I'm a better guest sometimes than a podcast host. Mm-hmm, yeah, like, yeah. And so you can find the one I was on with Drew and Bob. Well, Drew's going to come on your podcast. I know. So that'll be um, fun for you. Yeah. He's he's a great guest, too. He's fantastic. I've been a fan of his for a long time. I know. You were on Love Line many t- years. He probably helped you create some of your stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? He's like, hey, that's yeah. funny. Tell it again. So now, you, you, I've, I've become a fan, and I appreciate you guys coming on and doing this and opening up. But we didn't have any spirits around, around Bert. That's kind of weird. Like, no dead ancestors flying around. Well, I around. think we just weren't tapping... That's we weird. can have a look if you want. They just weren't knocking dude. at the door too much, but it's any, interesting. Any dead people? I've been pretty lucky in life. Yeah. That's okay. the other thing is my my energy reads super positive. And like, I am the luckiest human being you'll ever meet, ever, ever in your life. See? Okay. Then that's why. I mean, you know, the minute we turn off the mic, so some dead grandpa or mother will show up. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> grandma, <laughs> grandma, so anyways, just you guys check out, check out his tour dates and when the sitcom starts, definitely tune in and also tune into this life. We, it, Bob and Drew were laughing their ass off. He was so funny. He told, he's very open about his, about his life and, and I really enjoyed spending the last couple of hours with you guys. Thank you, you for having so us. Thank sweet. you for having us. Thank you. And you know, we have a different energy here. We're just a little more like. We're a little bit more laid back and mellow. So I like this. I it's so funny. I I uh, I think this is something that I would love to just go through your catalog and find the guests and just like eavesdrop. I've had some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. We've had we've had a lot of dud celebrities here too. A lot of dud. Dead celebrities. <laughs> oh, dead dud celebrities. I, I like, mean, I've had you know I've had Robin Williams. I had Michael Jackson. I've really? Had, yeah. I mean, if you go through my, you you might have to buy the app though. It's a dollar ninety nine for all my my older catalogs. So, um, so until next time. Yes, until next time. Thank you so much for having. Thank us. you very Thank much. You. Yes, and, very much. And good luck with Thank everything. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Follow Susan on Twitter or Instagram at First Lady of Love. And check callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com for all the latest info and links to our cast of clairvoyance. Sometimes my heart don't listen to me I know I'm not blind but it's hard to see
alright. Oh, it's alright. It's alright. 